0: Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. And we're just going to throw this up front. All three of us were talking off the recording, um, but you're going to hear some scratchy voices. You're going to hear how tired we are right now. Um, I think all three for different reasons. I know Ashley was traveling. uh, She was at some theme parks and having fun. I have been dealing with um, the Ren Disney information that just came out. I am a travel agent that specializes in Ren Disney events. So it's amazing and awesome that the races are back. But it's also a, they're dumping it all on us all at once. And so it's a whole heck of a lot of pieces and parts that we're trying to move around right now. So If I sound bad, it's because I've been on the phone. I've been up all night. It's been crazy. And then poor Julia went on this amazing, wonderful travel trip. And to thank her for traveling and for her troubles, she has come back home with bronchitis. (laughs) Woo! Um... So, yeah, we all have a little bit of touch something raspy sounding going on. If you're into that, then you're going to love this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> so if you're new around here or you haven't had a moment to leave a five-star rating or review, I'd appreciate it if you do it. Um, it helps other fangirls and guys find us. And you know it is no fun to fangirl alone. So here we go. Um, this is episode four, um, the one where Kate just reached in, grabbed our hearts like in that old Indiana Jones movie, and just ripped it out and said, oh "Ha um, Stomped on was, it, put it. Yeah, in it was meter. that was mean, Kate. That was mean. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're gonna get to that. We're gonna we're gonna recap and discuss um, what happened and how we felt and what was going on. Um, my guests, as always, are Julia and Ashley. Um, Ashley is our resident comic book geek, and so she's probably got some thoughts. To share with us on what we saw and where we're going because there was an end credit scene that I have hashtag all the questions about. So I'm hoping she has hashtag all the answers. Um, Hey, Ashley, introduce yourself. Hey,
1: everyone. I'm Ashley Saunders. You can find me at withashleyandco.com on Twitter at thatashleyarren at cbr.com. And on my own podcast, The Geek Girls Universe.
0: Awesome. And Julia. Julia is our resident uh, Tom Hiddleston fangirl. She (laughs) loves Tom in all the ways. And she's going to tell us about some of these moments that just broke our hearts. And can we just, like, throw the Emmy at him right now?
2: Just give him all the flowers. Give him everything he wants. He deserves it all.
0: He deserves it. I seriously kind of zoned in on him quite a few times um during this episode in particular that i think in other episodes i'm just like oh it's tom hiddleston he's so great but these times i was like wait whoa whoa let me watch that
1: again he's so
2: expressive his express i mean just it was good it was yeah he's he's,
1: i mean i was swoon over him all day like the all day,
2: every day. Yes. <laughs> What's that movie yes. where, where somebody, there, there's these two guys talking to each other and the one says, I'm sorry, I just got lost in your eyes. I mean, like literally that's.
0: <laughs> 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 yes. um, side note, Julia, I was uh, scrolling through Twitter yesterday as one does. And uh-huh. there was a couple of, I ran across a couple of people who um, met. Tom stage door type situations, mm-hmm. um, similar to your experience, except, um, the couple that I did see, I saw this one lady, she is like, there's a group of them. There's like seven ladies all with their phones up trying to take selfies with him. Uh-huh. And she was like, he was so great. He specifically looked at each one of our cameras and said, okay, you, okay, you, okay. Yeah. you And so that he had pictures for everybody looking at their camera. And I was like, you know, it just takes like an extra couple seconds to get that done. And,
2: and that will be something they remember always. That's just, that's, that's him.
0: Yep. Yeah. And, and, you know, and it kicks me even more now that I know how, <laughs> um, how approachable and how much it probably would not have bothered him. So when I went to the Thor Ragnarok um, press conference um, event back a couple of years ago, the first Megastar that I saw walk out of the press conference who walked right past me. It was just him and like a friend or a manager. I don't know who it was. Um, But he was just by himself. And they walked right past me. And I was like, Oh, there's Tom Hiddleston. I wonder if I could. And I wanted to like jump out and I wouldn't have jumped at him. But you know, stepped out and said, Hi, excuse me, Mr. Hiddleston, may I get a picture? I wanted to ask that. But I was like, oh, I don't want to bother him. Like he was yeah. just, he was just walking, and so I didn't. But now that I think back at, I'm like, you know what? I bet he would have absolutely been lovely about it. they like, absolutely sure. Go ahead. Let's let's. Take so this, this is really
2: funny. This week, yeah. uh, my yeah. husband had lunch with uh, a coworker who revealed that his daughter um, actually worked on Loki. Oh, um, and that for a period of two weeks, she was Tom's assistant. Really? Yep. And so I was like, I mean, Steve knows the depth of my fangirldom, but he was also (laughs) like, this is my employee, so I have to be appropriate and I can't, you know. But he basically was like, oh my gosh, my wife is a huge fan, blah, blah, blah. And the guy said, yeah, I mean, my daughter said that he was just the most lovely person ever Um, and, you know, knew the names of all the extras, knew the names of all Mm. the people that worked on the set, you know, and just... If you wanted to talk to him, he was always open to talking to anybody about anything. And so I said to him I was like, "Huh, you think she'd want to be a guest on the, on the <laughs> And he said, "Well, you know, she's she's continuing to work. So right now she's working on She-Hulk." Oh, that's so, so exciting. Yeah. So I was like, "Okay, understood. Don't want to go like blow up her spot if she's like." Right, 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 right. But I was like, drop that bug in her ear that when she's you Know, done doing her thing, we would love the inside scoop,
0: yeah. You know, if yeah, no, if <laughs> she's not under and and if she can speak without being under an NDA, you know, of any yeah. sort and, and feels comfortable doing it, we would just love to know what it's like to spend time with these superstars.
1: I <laughs> Funny, she- I have a Tom story too, like adjacent Tom story. Uh, on our podcast, a friend of ours was in the show. He's the guy who has uh, Loki sign off on everything he's ever said. <laughs>
0: oh, really? <laughs> yes. I didn't know you knew him. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So
1: that's his name is John. He's in Cobra Kai too. So it's, it's funny. Um, he's got like, he's been in several different fandoms. But yeah, he was telling us about working with Tom. And he said he was sitting there like the first day he met him you know, Tom was walking by and he stopped and he, like, cause he hadn't met John yet. So Tom stopped and was like, hi, I'm Tom Hiddleston. Like, <laughs> no
2: like, kidding. I
1: know. <laughs> he said, but I mean, he, same thing, like you were saying, uh, the coworker said, you know, or the employee said, like, he's, he was so nice. John said he was, he just made it a point to, to know everyone and to check in on people to see how they were doing, how they were feeling. And that it was just absolutely like, The best. He was one of the best people he's ever worked with. So, Tom is just like, it just made me gush and like fangirl over him more. I'm like, oh, he really is is the sweetest person ever.
2: Right. This Mm, is the call to action to anybody listening, right? If you guys know how to get us to be an extra, I promise we won't
1: act extra around him. But no, we'll, we'll wait till we're yeah. back in
0: our hotel room to act. Right? Yes. <laughs> we are so, professionals, we I promise you. We will lose it
2: offline, but we will be complete. I mean, you can ask my husband how I was very surprised at how composed I was when I stood there and talked to him. I- I- afterwards, yeah. I like burst into tears and, you know, <laughs> screamed in the middle of, of the streets of New York City, but. <laughs> While does (laughs) yeah, whilst talking to him, I was actually pretty a pretty cool customer. So
0: well, that doesn't surprise me. You are you are an adult and you are professional, and you know, hey, we we talk about fangirling, and this is what we're talking about. Uh, One of my early episodes was talking about being uh, was with Diane. Diane is one of our favorite long long lifelong fangirls. Like her mama was an original fangirl. She this is one of those. Fun, fun episodes. If you guys ever want to just go back and listen to that, I loved all the stories that Diane was able to share. But one of the things she said was like, "We're talking fangirling, not like stalking." I am not going to show up in some star's like kitchen making them breakfast. You know what I mean? That's that's not what we're talking about. And I was like, "Yeah, I mean, there's definitely ways, and and I I know." Ashley and I have both been in rooms um, and at events yes. where we know when it's appropriate to approach and when it's not, and th- you know there are you don't like you know if somebody's at a after party and they're hanging out with their family and you know don't go barging over being like hi move their kid out of the way can I take a picture with you like no, no. that's not that's not what we do that's not what we're talking about, um, but I think it's okay to have a healthy dose of appreciation uh, for not only the work that they do but if they also happen to be really decent people, which Tom Hiddleston by all accounts seems to be amazing. Um, I think it's okay. I think it's okay to to fangirl, which is why we're here. All right. So let's dip into this episode (laughs) four because it is. Oh man, do we have to? (laughs) Oh my gosh. the heartbreak. (laughs) Gosh. Oh, and I'm going to say this up front. I'm going to say this right now, anybody that is listening. And if you've made it this far, uh, there's probably going to be some expletives. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I am giving permission to both Julia and Ashley. If, if they feel the need to let something fly, y'all go for it because <laughs> I know I was texting Julia. So oh my God, high level four level four letter words while yep. I was live watching this. Uh, because I knew <laughs> she'd already seen it. And Ashley, I wasn't sure if you had stayed up for it or not. So I didn't bug you with it, but um, yeah, because there were some moments that I was like, Whoa! anyway, yeah. so there may be some cussing and I am not a big I don't tend to do that. I don't think it's I don't like doing it like on the podcast and stuff. But this episode, I'm just saying we might say some stuff. So yeah. <laughs> um, as always, I'm gonna let Ashley take it off. She's gonna kick things into gear and um, start with just where did we leave off and where did we start going in this one?
1: Okay, well, we left off last week with Loki and Sylvie trapped on Lamentis. The world is ending. They have no way to get off. And we kind of had our theories about how they would get off. Um, But this episode started in the past. And we're at Asgard, but not our Asgard. It's Sylvie's home. And we see her. She's just a young girl playing in the throne room. You know, just being a kid. And then all of a sudden hunter Renslayer shows up and takes her from her home charging her with crimes against the sacred timeline
0: okay it's now like, i want to touch on this yeah. so yep. to me when i saw that she was in Asgardian guardian throne room i was like oh so she is loki's sister and he just doesn't remember her no what you're saying is separate timelines separate like just like there's multiple loki's there's multiple timelines maybe yes yes Okay, I see. This is I, I. know I keep going back to it, but I can't grasp <laughs> myself. All right, uh, I, t- Doctor Strange is going to throw me for a loop. I'm going to have to see that movie 18 times before I even grasp <laughs> what the the hey is happening. <laughs>
1: 18 <laughs> oh. times, make a flow chart like yeah, okay. completely. It's
0: like <laughs> Charlie Day, you know, with all the strings and the wall and everything. Yes,
2: and like, right, yes, going to be me.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> I could fangirl that show too. Oh Oh my gosh, me too. Side note. <laughs> all right, well, <laughs> we'll
0: put that on the list because um, that's a whole. That's a, that's a. Oh my gosh, that show is such a hot mess. I love it. Oh, um, yes. <laughs> all right, all right. So so th- so we're here. We have we have child Sylvie who is clearly um, Asgardian royalty, or, or at least mm-hmm. I'm assuming you don't get to go and hang out in the throne room unless you are. All right, that's just my right. assumption. I don't. I know I mean, the she roles. told
1: Loki that she knew she was adopted, so mm-hmm. I she was still. Right, adoptive, but she said that but- she
0: was the goddess of mischief.
1: Yeah, so yeah. she's definitely just another version of Loki. Okay, okay. In a different time.
0: In a different time. Okay, okay, got it. So, yes, and then Renslayer, that bitch, shows Ooh. up <laughs> and snatches her snatches her out of there. Like, I got some words for her, man. Um, snatches her out of there and, and takes her away. And I will tell you, my mama heart was breaking so hard. Yeah. yeah. Same. All I kept thinking, it like hit me right in that moment as we're watching her, this little innocent girl playing on the floor and whatever. I was like. Which, let's back up I for mean, a second.
2: She was playing, right? She was playing Valkyrie, you know, saving Asgard and like, you know, totally like all about the girl power with the Valkyrie. And I was mm-hmm. just like what the what this was so like what did she do (laughs) you know it was so crazy
0: it was it was and 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 I hated it because it was it clicked in that moment when she got snatched out that this poor baby had been and and as the rest of the scene plays out this poor baby had been on her own yep her entire life trying to survive yep Yep. And I mean, I know it's a movie, but I will admit that this, the movies that make or the shows that make you feel something are like the yeah, good ones, those right? Those are the best ones. Those are the best mm-hmm. ones. And that and that got to me. That was the moment that I really deeply felt for Sylvie. And I felt this show to my very core and my very being. And yeah, I like was that, like, it like
2: snippet really kind of translated the rage, you know, yes. and, and all of the horror that you felt when you Saw her, you know, killing these minutemen and stealing all the charges and all that. I'm like, okay, I get
0: it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yep. totally. Yep, yep. Okay, so she snatches her. What happens next?
1: So she snatches her. She takes her to the TVA. We kind of see her go through an abbreviated version of what Loki did uh, when he was checked in, um, and then she's brought before the judge. But before we can hear what exactly her crime was, Sylvie steals Renslayer's temp pad and escapes. And so she's been on the run. Like you were saying, she's been on. Yeah, she's been on the run since she was a little girl. Like, I think before this episode, I probably thought she had been on the run maybe as a teenager or as an adult. But clearly she is a like, elementary school age, maybe a sixth grader age, like 12-year-old, right?
0: Yeah, she was young. I mean, I have a 10-year-old daughter, and I was like, I don't think she's much older than Lucy is, and so yeah. uh, I and that probably is also why it like, impacted me the way it did. But yeah, that that was that was awful. That was awful. And yeah, you're right, Julia. She did it so quickly. I was like, look how quick this girl is. She no hesitation. She knew this nope. was a bad situation for her, That's and she got Mario. herself out of it. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. She, she laid down
2: was, the business for sure. She
0: did. She did. Um, yeah. So sh- so there she is. She disappears. And then that's where we assume that the rest of her history has been like what she was telling Loki is that she's been going to all these different Nexus events trying to figure right. out her plan on how to bring the timekeepers down.
1: Right. So then we're, we're put into the present day and Renslayer enters that golden elevator. And we learned last episode that the golden elevator is... The, how you get to the timekeepers? So here was the big reveal: like, are they real? Are they not? Now we she steps into a foggy, misty room, and there are three floating throne beings, kind of chilling, outlined in red. Yeah. <laughs> There's definitely something in the room, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, Mobius is waiting for her when she comes back out. He's like, oh, how was it? How are they? And she's like, they're so upset. And that variant was right here. And they're so mad. They could, She could have gotten to them. And, you know, Loki's only out because I gave you permission. And this is a mess. And so Mobius is like, well, hey, like, let me talk to Hunter C-20. Like, I feel like I can get some, you know, some kind of insight into it. And Renslayer says that Hunter C-20, and that is the hunter that uh, Sylvie had taken hostage in the previous episodes, and kind of gathered the information from her, um the one that was at the margarita bar <laughs> right 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 uh, that she is dead, And so she's like, "Look, she's dead. You need to find these variants a s a p And they're having a hard time finding Loki and Sylvie because well they're in an apocalyptic event, which we know hides the variant energy, so they're just like they're trying their best. So then we go back to Lamentis. The world is still ending. Um, there's the shot from the trailer where people thought it was Black Widow. I kind of thought it could have been Black Widow because it, the trailer it made did. it look like the Soul World. But
2: we were so naive and innocent back then, weren't we? I was <laughs> like, well, I
1: mean, I said it was Black Widow or like Enchantress, but yeah, no, it's it's Sylvie. But it's that shot, um, and they're talking and. She says to Loki, the universe wants to break free, so it manifests chaos, like me being born the goddess of mischief. She tells him about her life and how she was taken prisoner as a child, but she escaped, and how everywhere she went uh, created a Nexus event that was that smoke smoke flare, right, to the TVA, like, here I am, come get me. So she kind of learned that she had to hide in apocalypses because of that, because that way Mm -hmm. they couldn't find her. So... We're back at the TVA. Like I said, Mobius is frantically searching for him. They've cranked up the threshold to magnified nexus level. And apparently, that will alert the TVA if someone steps on a wrong leaf, which seems excessive if we're, you know, being real. But okay, whatever. You do you, TVA. Um, and then again, we're back at Lamentus, And Sylvie's like, What makes Loki a Loki? Is it that we lose all the time? And Loki tells her they may lose, but they never die mm. which again hold on to that to the end foreshadowing <laughs> yes lots <laughs> which, of foreshadowing in this episode
0: <laughs> and, it, and is this the point where he says i can't even count how many times i've died is it this no. episode or was that the previous episode
1: no this uh, he doesn't say that till the end when he's at basing- the end
0: okay all right yeah. it just yeah. it, i was like yeah see yeah. loki knows what's up <laughs> yeah
1: so Loki and Sylvia are comforting each other. And moments before Lamentus is completely wiped out, that comforting level that they're giving each other and the vibes that are happening there creates a massive branch in the timeline, strong enough to show up on the TVA screen despite there being an apocalypse. Like, everybody dies on Lamentus. So this is some pretty strong Nexus-level energy right here. Uh, so the TVA shows up. Takes them back into custody. So now they're prisoners, but at least they managed to not die. Right.
2: But also, can we talk about that moment? Because I that actually yes. that moment was probably the most um for me anyway, like touched me in a way that it was just so they didn't even say anything, but just the way they held on to each other and looked at each other, like it was just it was so sweet and and just i don't know like they they had this realization of oh we're not alone you know we 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 weren't meant to find each other but here we are and and wow you know i just that moment was just for me i i had the the full like codeine indu- induced tears coming out of my eyes like oh my god <laughs>
0: Is this also the moment, though, that he says I have something to tell you, or is that later? No,
1: that's the end. That's later. Okay,
0: okay. Sorry. See, I am like trying to keep up.
1: That. <laughs> it's like a blur. It's been a long,
0: <laughs> y'all. It's been a long, it's time been a hours, long. Couple days. <laughs> that's all I gotta say.
1: Yeah, it was. It was very. It was very touching. A touching moment. Um, and apparently, it's a. It's a pretty big deal, right? If it created that branch in the timeline. Like a big branch. Like that branch wasn't a gradual growing branch. It was like, bam, full grown tree.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. Something's going
1: on here. All right. So they get brought into the TVA. Loki makes a joke about how it's insulting. He doesn't have as much security as she (laughs) does. I was like, oh, bless your heart. (laughs) Um, Mobius sends Loki through a red time door. So typically the time doors are yellow. We haven't seen a red one yet. But before he's thrown in, Loki tells Mobius, the TVA is lying to you. Of course, Mobius is like, whatever, dude, push him in the door. Mm -hmm. So through this door, which ends up being a time cell, Loki is sent to Asgard, where he sees Lady Sif. So yay, J.B. Alexander. (laughs) Yes. I was excited to see her. That was Um, fun. Yeah. So basically, in the time cell, you're stuck in a time loop. So if you remember in Doctor Strange, when he takes on Dormammu... And it constantly keeps repeating. And is like, dude, like, let me out of this. Like, it's driving me nuts. So same thing. Um, He's doomed to repeat this moment in time. And it happens to be a prank that involves where involved him cutting off Sif's hair, part of her hair. And she's really mad about it, as I would also be really mad about it. And she kicks his butt repeatedly. Even when he tries to reason with her, she continues to kick his butt Don't blame her. I
2: remember that haircut haircut was awful.
1: (laughs) It was very awful. So it's actually based on a mythology story about Sif and Loki, which I thought was interesting. In it, you know, he he cuts off all her all of her hair and Thor threatens him to fix it. Um, But in our show, in our in our universe, Lady Sif doesn't need Thor to help her kick Loki's rear end.
0: Got it. So. Got it. Okay. Well, that's good to know because I mean, I think fe- I obviously put it together that he had done something to her where he cut off her hair, but I didn't know that that was a, a throwback to something else. So,
1: yeah, it's an act. So, there's not a ton of uh Norse stories that feature Lady Sif specifically. She's mostly just like, this is Thor's wife. So, um yeah, but this is actually one of the ones that. Uh, that has been written down and passed along generations of Loki cutting off her hair.
0: Got it, got it. Love it, love it. Look how smart they are throwing.
1: <laughs> so I was like, oh yay, nerd! I'm a mythology nerd. So I was like, yay, mythology. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably one of the reasons why, other than Tom Hiddleston, of course, that I just like love this character and Thor and all that. But anyways, so Mobius is letting Loki cool out and get his butt kicked in the time cell. So again, he goes to Renslayer. He wants to talk to Sylvie because he's like, look, while he's chilling out over here, I can talk to her. I can work both sides, blah, blah, blah. And Renslayer refuses. Refuses. No one's to talk to that variant except for her, basically. And she tells him to go figure out what caused that next spike. So Renslayer, I have called her to be sus from the beginning. She is the one who obviously took Sylvie in as a child and like for her to be like, no, you can't talk to her. I was just like, "Mm, more suspicion is just like all around you. You were so sus.
0: Uh, So
1: Hunter B 15 though is guarding Sylvie with some others. She sees Mobius. And she's like, aren't you supposed to be dealing with your pet <laughs> variant? <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm stretching my legs. And he's like, why are these two Lokis such pains? And then he drops this nice little Easter egg line about how the TVA has dealt with Titans, Kree, and vampires. And we know we have Blade coming up. So I was like, oh, yes, the vampire line. So excited. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that's going to be cool.
1: Oh, I forgot about Blade. Like, they dropped mm-hmm. that
0: at D23 Expo, and then mm-hmm. that's all we've heard about it so far.
1: Yep, so we got Blade. I was like, woo, vampires. All right. But she does ask Mobius if Loki said anything to him, and he's like, yeah, Loki said the TVA is lying. And she gives him this look that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. She clearly is thinking something and what he said maybe confirmed it or heightened her suspicions. She also asks about Hunter C-20 and Mobius does not tell her that she's dead because Renslayer said, don't tell anybody that she's dead. So there's again, sus, 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 sus. Uh, Loki finally gets Sif to stop hitting him and Mobius (laughs) brings him out of the time cell to talk. Uh, He wants to know what caused the Nexus event on Lamentis and Loki being Loki one he denies everything then when mobius is like oh i'll just send you back in with sif he's like no 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 hold on hold on like i'll all right fine i'll tell you but then he tells him that it was all his idea so he's protecting sylvie he makes all these claims about sylvie visiting him and that she's a pawn mobius is like oh so she's your partner he's like no no like no no of course not no um And then Mobius just casually drops and just like, oh, she's dead. (laughs) To see what Loki's reaction would be. Oh, his face. I know. He was genuinely upset. And it was kind of like a brief. It wasn't a super long, like, I'm sad about it. He was trying to, like, recover to put his cold, cool, uncaring mask back in place. But Mobius caught it. Because remember, Mobius in episode one was like, I'm your biggest fan. Yeah. (laughs) So, Loki, you can't lie to Mobius. He just knows you. Mm Mm-hmm. And that was all it took for Mobius to figure out what caused the spike in the timeline. It's these two variants falling for each other and that these kind of feelings, are they cause pure chaos and break reality. And I was like, Yeah, breaks reality, eh? That's interesting to know. Good little tidbit for later, I think. I think mm-hmm. that'll play a role maybe next week or episode six.
0: Ah, you're killing me, girl. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they want to take down the TVA, and the TVA is like the most powerful thing in the universe, right? Yeah. But if this, like, affection for each other can cause enough damage to the timeline, I don't know. I'm just saying. They could bring down the TVA, I feel like, with their love. Um, Loki again tries to get Mobius to understand that the timekeepers have kidnapped people from timelines. Everyone here is a variant, their memories have been erased. And Moby's is like, whatever, go back into the time cell with Sif, have fun. Meanwhile, B-15, again, like she, there's just something, she knows something's up. So she goes to the one person who should have some answers, and that's Sylvie. And she opens up a door and takes her out of that time theater and into a location that we'll get to in a second. Mobius is in Renslayer's office because Renslayer to her, the case is closed. They've got Sylvie, they've got Loki. Loki, quote unquote, confessed. They figured out what the spike was. And she's signing off on paperwork. Mobius again asks why. She won't let him interrogate Sylvie. She continues to blow him off. Um, she asks him an interesting question. If you could go anywhere and anytime, where would it be? He doesn't really answer her. And then Renslayer says, "Well, oh, well, the timekeepers want to oversee Sylvie's pruning personally, and you should be there. He again asks about Hunter C-20. Renslayer's like, why do you keep asking all these questions? Like, you're just supposed to, like, blindly follow my lead, basically. She doesn't say that, mm-hmm. but it's implied. <laughs> so while she's placing her trophy, right, of Sylvie's sword on the shelf, Mobius switches his tim pad with hers. Because, see, I've kind of said that Mobius seems like he might know something, but has kind of pushed it down. But, like, Loki's been there poking it, going, hey, hey, this is a little suspicious, right? You think this is suspicious, don't you? So now he's all like, "Mm, something's not adding up. So he decides to investigate for himself. So Hunter B-15 has taken Sylvie back to Rock's cart. So that was from episode two? Two. Yeah. Episode two. Right when they reveal, yep. when they're in, uh, yep. yep, when they're, I was like, Where are we? We're at four,
0: they all blur together.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. So, so that was what episode two, right? That hurricane was going to yep. destroy the whole place. So, they're back there, and b is like, Look, when you were in my head, I saw something. What was that? And Sylvie says, Those were your memories before you were with the TVA. And B-15, you know, you're lying. You you you, you did that. And she and Sylvia's like, look, I can't make memories. I can only use what's already there. So she shows B-15, like, her life or unlocks as much of her memories as she can. And, like, that moment for me, too, I just felt so bad for her because she's like, I look so happy. Yeah. And it's kind of, again, so like, was so good in
2: this episode. Wumi, like, she yes. she was somebody yes. that you really did not want to like. I didn't like her at first because I was like I didn't appreciate the taunting of our beloved Loki in the beginning, um, <laughs> but you know it was like in that moment I think she she discovered empathy for these people that she had been hunting so aggressively right, and she began to like realize, oh shit, this is this is not really what I thought it was or what I signed up for. And, you know, a glimpse at my past life where I was actually happy. Like, she did such a good job in this episode. I loved it. I actually retweeted something today because I was like, we stand." She's she's awesome. More, more of her, please.
0: Yeah, I feel like we haven't – we've just gotten such a small amount of her that this mm-hmm. was a really powerful and wonderful – thing to behold um, watching her on screen and i loved it too it was it was a good moment but it was also so heartbreaking this was another one of those moments where i was just like wow like it's all coming together on how truly evil the tva Awful. appears yeah. to be yes. because Gosh. they have ripped all these people from their lives and in this Particular case, she's like, I was happy. Like she even mm-hmm. says, it's not like we just assume she had a good life and they took her from it. Like she straight up says, like, I was, I looked happy. And and Sylvie's like, yeah, man, they've been lying to you. <laughs> yep. Again, it, yeah.
1: I, it was it was so sad.
0: It really was. It really was. And it and it was a yeah. It was a good. It was a good moment. um Lots of like I said this this. Tom Hiddleston does not lie y'all and he warned us. He said he episode he sure 4 and episode 5 like you ah, ah you know. We're in for it, man. We're in for it and we yep. we got it. We, we got are. it. Mhm. <laughs> All right.
1: All right. So, Mobius using Renslayer's temp pad, tries to find out the truth about C20. And at first he sees that sh- her status is deceased and it looks like he's going to drop it there cuz he's like, "Oh, well she didn't lie about that." But then, you know, that just that little inkling led him to the interrogation video that was also stored on the Tim Pad. And in it, C20 is recalling her memories and she's going, It was real. That place was real. Those memories were real. I had friends. I had a life. I, you know, I like drinking margaritas, like whatever. Like this was my life. And, you know, I'm a variant. We're all variants. And Renslayer is the one interrogating her. And she's like, All right, well, we're going to stop this right here. And her face is clearly on the video. Also, she kept claiming before that C-20 was just like incoherent and just losing her mind. She seemed pretty <laughs> clear and concise to me yep. and to Mobius. So there was his like ding, ding, ding. Loki was telling the truth and all of his little minor suspicions were validated. Like something's, something's up and Renslayer knows the real truth. So he goes to Loki he tells him that the Nexus event he and Sylvie cause can bring everything down. So, see, that's why I think, like, they can bring the TVA down with the power of their, like, bond, which is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. He also tells Loki he realizes he was telling the truth and he wants to help them. However, Renslayer and her crew are waiting outside the time cell for them. Mobius tries to play it off, but when he sees that Renslayer clearly is on him, he boldly just is like well then since you know what i know and i know what you know he says if i could go anywhere in time it would be where i was before the tva took me and i was like oh mobius yes (laughs) it was such a bold moment and then geez two seconds later she pressed the timeline my mouth I was like oh, like oh what oh my god not Mobius I was so mad oh well, yeah. I
2: like I couldn't like I had no voice and the squawk that came out of me like the <laughs> dog actually came over and put his paw on my leg and he, be
0: like are you okay
1: you're <laughs> <She laughs> like I am not okay I'm not
0: okay yeah, um I'm reading my text to Julia and I just said um <laughs> WTF man. Yeah. Uh let's just see. Let's see. Oh, I was so the I quoted her. You can be anything you want to be, even something good. Oh, Mobius. Oh, F. 30 seconds <laughs> later. F me. Yep. And then Julia's like, yep. bro. <laughs> and the look on Tom's face, like after that happened was Mwah! like, you know, it just so good. Uh, and then Julia, I was screaming and crying and I was like, yes. And we're all capsing each other back and forth. And she's yeah. all effing <laughs> Renslayer. And I'm like, yeah, let's get her. Um, and then. Yeah. 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 I got some <laughs> text.
1: I was like, what? You know, that beep 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 <laughs> and, then, and then a few minutes no later not.
0: a few minutes later the texting continued but we'll get to that but yes. yeah it was oh, it was yes. full of expletives and julia and i were just like <laughs> what
1: so did she do <laughs> I
0: know.
1: right Ugh. i was not expecting it just to be like oh dang there, man not Mobius, and so though. he's supposed yeah, to, well, to be so here, here's my,
0: yeah. Here was my thing when Mobius went down. I was like, oh, oh my gosh! You know that it did. It shocked me, and I thought, yeah. oh, that sucks because I really like this carrot, and I truly was thought this was a finality. Dun dun dun. Yeah. Continue on. <laughs> dot dot dot.
1: Yes. I think we all did until yes. Until <laughs> we <Anyways>. did. <laughs> So, Renslayer takes Sylvie and Loki into the golden elevator to stand before the timekeepers. Sylvie says, do you remember me? Renslayer says, yes. Sylvie wants to know, what what did I do? What was the nexus event I caused as a child that required you to remove me from my life, basically? And Renslayer is like, oh, I don't remember. But you know she's lying. Oh, and she was so snarky and such a biatch about that. Yeah. Just like yeah. Thanos.
2: I don't even know who you are. Uh,
1: yep. Yep. Whatever. Anywho. Sylvia and Loki are standing before the timekeepers who do talk so they aren't just like statues. They're talking to them. They call them cosmic disappointments. They sentence them to death and that's when Loki says, well, I can't even remember how many times I've died so like, yeah. good luck with that. <laughs> and Give Sylvie's your like, worst. you're afraid. That's your problem. And She approaches them and Renslayer tries to get her back using that like that time collar, right? Where they kind of rewind them. Yeah. But then it stops working because B-15, our girl, she shows up and she frees them from their collars and throws Sylvie her sword. And then it's a fight. Renslayer and Sylvie fight. Loki takes on the other hunters and they stand victorious basically by the end of that fight. And Sylvie takes her sword, and she throws it at the head of one of the timekeepers, and the head comes off, and it's a fake. Oh, Oz, anyone? It's a mindless android. All three of them are. They're not real.
0: Julia, give Mm. the call out.
1: (laughs) The call out. I'm sorry. I'm like, what? Huh?
0: <laughs> what, Li-
2: what Lindsay said. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah, this was the best. So as my friend Lindsay's watching this, cause he and I have similar conversations. Um, when he's watching the shows, cause he's on the West coast time. <laughs> I get this text that says not the timekeepers being great moments with Lincoln. And I,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh <lost> no. <laughs> And he's um, been on the podcast before, and he's dead. hilarious. But yes, when I read that, <laughs> I was like, dead. thousand percent perfect." But from
2: the Audio first animatronics. Scene, from the first scene, though, I looked at my husband when she went in in the very beginning of the show. I looked at him and I said, "Those timekeepers look super bush league. Like that cannot be for real. Like those. I mean, they look cheesy as hell." So I really hope that that's not, and then it was. So there you go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I liked it because I was like, validated. Yes. It's <laughs> <You're> not real. <laughs> I'm so excited. Um, Sylvie calls them mindless androids. They're fake. So here's where you were thinking. Loki starts to confess his feelings for Sylvie. and But he doesn't know how to, right? This is a new thing for him. But before he can really get into it, friend slayer him she kills him and i was like i mean he said it all along right loki's don't die we obviously know he has to come back to continuation of the phase three right like mm-hmm. he lives till end game or infinity war but I'm i like, said Node. i said there's
0: there's no way they would kill off loki Because that's the name of the show. It's Loki. And for a split second when this happened, after I screamed, this bitch, this effing bitch, what the (laughs) fuck just happened? And I texted all this in all caps to Julia. Mm -hmm. Um, So after I took that moment, I did. I was like, wow. Okay. So does this mean, because again... In this show, there's all these other Lokis. We know that right. there's these other Lokis. And I thought, oh, they are so messing with us. They give us four episodes. And then- our Loki is gone and we're going to have to do these like B and C team Lokis. The older like, Lokis. The- kid yeah. Loki. yeah. No,
2: I had not- read that theory last week and I was like, they better not. I better end this show. <laughs> I
0: swear to God. I'm and like, and, and as, as much as I love Sylvie, yeah. she's not, she's not, You're she's not my not, Loki. She's not my Loki. Right. Right. And so Hashtag not our dino. <laughs> that's right. And so I had this, like I had this, this, these moments
1: Where I'm like deep
0: (laughs) breaths and I'm just like, they did this to me? Like, I, you know, I hate, I hate Marvel. I love Marvel. I hate Marvel. Like, why do you guys make me feel this way? And then I calm myself down and I just watch to see how this played out because I had already seen, thanks to the wonderful people on Twitter, the warning that there was a end credit scene or a mid credit scene to watch so i was i will admit i hung my hopes on that y'all i immediately put my hopes on that that something is not going to be as it seems because again this is loki right like loki loki always you know something always comes through so anyway um so yeah loki's gone what happens next
1: she's gone he's gone um, Sylvie bests Renslayer, but refuses to kill her because she wants to know everything. Because clearly, Renslayer knows everything, or knows way mm-hmm. more than everybody else does. At least, so yeah. Then the credits hit, and we're just like sitting there going, deep rest, deep rest. <laughs> I saw there was a, a mid-credit scene and i was like all right all right okay good okay we got to make credit scene it's going to it's, gonna, it's got to do something it's got to do something like loki can't die he literally just said Lokis don't die like come on <laughs> i mean i know he lies to other people but he wasn't lying to me when he said that yeah he was right. specifically <laughs> talking to me that's how i felt about it i was like he was telling me he doesn't die um right Yep. Yeah, so yeah. we get to the post credit scene and loki wakes up so whew. all right deep breath he's awake he's somewhere He's wondering, hey, is this hell like <laughs> H-E-L? So that's the Norwegian version of the Norse version of that. Um, and he looks up well, he hears voices like, hey, you got to come with us if you want to live. And he looks up and he finds uh, King Loki or old Loki or classic Loki. He's the one that looks like he bought his costume at Party City. <laughs> and then there's Kid Loki, Boastful Loki and Crocodile Loki. Staring Ooh,
2: at him. Check it out, Loki. I lost it.
1: <laughs> and if you look in the background, you can see yep. the remains of Avengers Tower. Yep. Which is super exciting. Um, so, yeah. And I'm sure, do you have questions about who these Lokis are? Is that what you were to?
0: Of course. <laughs> explain who any of these people are because, of course, I don't know who any of them are.
1: Okay. Well, to be. Quick, alligator, crocodile, Loki uh is not a comic book character. And neither is Boastful Loki, who is like the big guy with the Thor style hammer. Um they are not in the comics as far as I know. And however, they're it's they'll be interesting to see, right? I mean, Loki's a shapeshifter. He can literally look like anyone and anything, any like creature. So alligator, crocodile, Loki, whatever. I need to know: Is it an alligator? Or is it a crocodile? I can't. Remember. <laughs> so we'll say the like what Gator Loki, Gator Loki. Yeah, um, it's probably just the shape shifting Loki, I would assume. But I think it's really cool that they're doing that. It's Makes hilarious. it weird fun. Uh, <laughs> and boastful Loki, I'm excited to see him in action because, like I said, I don't have any any reference points for him. So the other two, though, are comic book versions of Loki. So kid Loki comes from a version of Loki who is reincarnated as a young kid. He ends up working with the young Avengers, but he's obviously still a trickster. And, you know, sometimes he's at odds with the team because he's not exactly a hero, kind of like our Loki. And the fact that we might have a younger Avengers coming up, like it's kind of cool to have a kid Loki in this. Yep. Yep. So classic King. Old man Loki, who's being played by Richard E. Grant, which I know a lot of people were excited when he was rumored to be in the show. Um, He is just kind of, he's like old man Loki, right? He's like Loki when he takes over in one of the comic runs. And he's also called E. Cole, I-K-O-L, I believe is how you spell it. Mm -hmm. Gotta love those uh, pronunciations. (laughs) and like spellings i'm like um okay so yeah he is and like loki fights older loki in the comics it gets really weird guys i'm just it does all
0: right i mean i expected it would because these costumes they got these folks on in um yeah (laughs) it 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 was it was a trip, and then it was very brief and very quick. But that was what I was hoping for. That's what I needed to see was that first and foremost, our Tom Hiddleston version of Loki be safe is there, what? and and they specifically answer the question. You know, am I dead? And they're like, no, but you will be. Let's go. And so, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. really, <laughs> point out in this scene that
2: I I saw this after um, I finished the two viewings of the show is that. You'll notice when he wakes up, right, and looks, the The scene is very much the same of the end of Avengers, right? When he's on the ground and the, Inve- the Avengers are all looking down at him and these Lokis yeah. are all looking down at him. Um, what's interesting about it, though, is go back and listen to the music because the music in Loki the series is a more sped up version of the Avengers theme.
1: Yeah, I heard that.
2: That plays at the end. And and you listen to it and it's wild. Like, it's so cool. It's a really neat callback that they did.
0: Yes, I agree. Uh, They're just so smart. Like, all of this is just so smart. And I love how everything, like, you know, intertwines and, um, you know, all of these things just make me so happy.
1: (laughs) And we're almost. They have to make us happy when they make us so angry at the same time. Yes, Exactly. (laughs) Like I run a gamut of emotions in in these shows. Uh,
0: this is uh, the best. This is
2: I'll leave you with this. Well, not leave you, because I'm sure we'll keep talking a minute, but the the best line of the episode was we may lose, sometimes painfully, but we don't die. We survive. Exactly. Uh, right in the fields. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yes. <sighs>
0: All right. So, any what do you think is going to happen next? And because um, was Julia it was it was you? Yeah, you pointed out <clears throat> that uh, Owen Wilson is listed, yes, as getting five episode credits. Mm-hmm. So that tells us that he's coming back in some way, shape, or form. I don't know what has happened to Mobius. Hopefully, he is out there riding his jet yeah. ski somewhere.
2: Because he wasn't happened. in the last
0: episode so no no, no um it. oh so that's right so he that's right we had that one mobius free episode so oh. here we go he's gonna be in these next two episodes
2: let's hope hopefully not as a callback or you know or as a memory We're right as a flashback,
0: flashback of any yeah. sort yeah. Or whatever. yeah i we need we need mobius to like be alive so um on a jet ski <laughs> on a jet ski preferably he please.
1: needs his jet ski i be really <laughs> sad if he doesn't get one just saying.
0: Uh, I hope we I hope we find out kind of where he came from or what the deal is because I now of course peak curiosity. Um, so what do you think? Where do you think we're going with this? We got two episodes left. Do you do you think they are going to successfully kill off the TVA, or do you think it's going to leave us in some? In other words, I expect it to be a full, complete story where it wraps up, just like WandaVision. WandaVision was a full and complete story that updated um, or that that completed. Uh, However, it obviously led us to uh, the Doctor Strange movie that's coming out. We know that those are going to be connected. Um, Mm -hmm. Obviously, with this one, with the timelines and yada, yada, yada discussions and whatnot. Again, could be also leading up to a Doctor Strange tie in or something else. I mean, who knows what Marvel is thinking at this point. But my point is do you feel like we're going to get more of an ending of, say, um, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where they, that was just like a complete capsuled story, right? We got a, like, I wasn't left feeling what's going to happen? I felt like, yes, there's more and yes, we're going to get more and that's awesome and that's great. But I didn't, there wasn't like an immediate need to, I can't wait for the next, Ah, I need to know what's going on. You know what I mean? It it, like, that like wrapped everything up very nicely. Whereas one division leaves us on a little hanger, and you can't stop thinking about her. In fact, there's a whole big drama on Twitter about how they've changed the. I end was gonna say, did you recently. see that they changed
1: it? I saw
0: that, and I'm laughing, going, "Are we really just reaching, or is this like a real change?" Because every time I look at it, I'm like, "Y'all, calm down." <laughs> so I will be curious to see if any of that plays out but I think it's also my small PTSD from watching WandaVision and thinking everything meant something different all the time right like I'm having a hard time trusting that this was an actual concerted effort to prove that something has changed in the timeline that maybe is affecting that scene because of say whatever Loki is doing who knows? Could be. I don't know. I'm starting um, to do the, the the validity,
2: the realness of this timeline. Yes, yes,
0: yes, yes. I, I don't.
2: I don't think it's a thing.
0: Uh, yeah, it's. And, I don't either. I don't either. So we'll have to see what happens. But, um, but do you do you feel like they're going to wrap this up, or do you feel like because it's multiverse of madness coming up, and obviously this has a lot to do with that kind of thing? Do you think we're going to be kind of open ended?
1: I think some stuff will wrap up kind of nicely. Yeah. But I think overall it's going to be left with maybe more of a cliffhanger than Wanda did. Yeah. Because okay, this ties into Doctor Strange. But also if they bring in Kang as like the real puppeteer, you know, and his and he's got connections to Renslayer. So if they bring in Kang like this, then ties it into Ant-Man and the Wasp. As well. And
2: also, they haven't confirmed a second episode of Loki officially, right? But I've heard, mm, right?
1: I've no, but heard. there's definitely been like strong statements, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of would be like dumb not to do another one if Tom's agreed. in for it, because like I think I could be wrong, but I really think this is probably their highest watched, most watched show, yes, mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. of all of them. Mm-hmm. So, and they've all been like stupid high, so like that just tells you this is even more bonkers right right. Um, so yeah i i don't see it tying up as neatly as falcon and winter soldier did i think this one's definitely gonna leave us with a oh when is dr strange coming out kind of you know thing all
0: right all right well i'm down for it i love it i hated it Renslayer better get hers. So that's all I got to say about that. She is now like num- number one villain for me. First of all, you take out our Mobius. Secondly, yep. the things she did to Sylvie as a child, like I Ugh. can't forgive that. That really is not sitting she's, well with she's me. She's our John
1: Walker of this This She really this is. Ugh, She's awful. Let's She's put awful. them in a,
2: in a red door together. And
1: director <laughs> <laughs> Hayward, let's put them all, all through. Yeah. Them together. <laughs> Worst. Yeah.
2: One yeah, last yeah. thing the music this episode, again, I know I called it out last week, but this week, yet again, they knocked it out of the park.
1: The, oh, seriously. Sure. The
2: song at the end was I was in tears because I was like, this is so perfect. I actually went and yes. downloaded it to my uh, Apple playlist. It's so good. So you yeah. to like
1: go ahead and release the soundtrack now. Honestly. <laughs> they, they actually,
2: really... So I'm really into like EDM, you know, dance type music. And I found a trap version of the Loki theme song and it was everything. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Uh,
0: All (laughs) right. Well, we will be back next week, as always. uh, Hopefully, with a little bit better vocal quality and a few less swear words.
1: uh, (laughs) Coming. I don't know. I feel like uh, from here on out there might be quite a few.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh! I just couldn't help it. Uh, And uh, yeah, we will be back. So please feel free to share this with anybody. Invite them along. Uh, The Loki series is one of the best things that has come to television in a really long time and uh definitely worth taking a watch for um don't forget there's going to be some links in this episode that you'll want to check out including ashley every week puts out um her easter eggs and callbacks and, and whatever on for her recap on her blog and so we will have that in there for you as well and uh we're here. We got a little bit more. Go ahead and subscribe. Follow along if you want some more information uh, about Loki and our thought process. And if you have some thought processes, please come join us in the No Guilt Disney um Facebook group or the Marvel moms Facebook group. You also do not have to be a mom to be in there, um, but come and join us. That's where we are sharing all the fun memes and having some discussions <laughs> about all things Marvel. All right. Well, uh, you know, it's no fun to fa- What's up? Sorry. I'm sorry. Ashley, I found a name for
2: uh, alligator crocodile Loki.
1: Oh, did you? What is it? Croaky. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, it's I no fun
0: to it. fangirl <laughs> <laughs> it is no fun to fangirl alone, so <laughs> be sure to invite <laughs> <my> your <dear> friends. <laughs> Bye
2: y'all. Bye.
0: Bye.